everybody. Welcome to the Relax and Enjoy Health Podcast. I'm Andrew Frank, and I'm your optimal health, well-being, and balance coach. This is episode number nine, where I talk to Barry Brain. Today with Barry, we're going to discuss sleep, performance, stress, and mental health. Well, it started out that way, but it kind of got sidetracked into almost an hour on sleep. Let's get into the interview. <laughs> this is amazing tech. All right. Barry Bray of Present Future Self. Welcome and thank you very much for coming on today. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. That's awesome. All right, Barry, I'm going to get straight in. I just want you to tell everyone who you are and what you do. Fabulous. So, yeah, um, Barry Bray, Present Future Self. So I am um, a cognitive behavioral hypnotherapist. So I was a, a teacher for 20 years in, in secondary school in the UK. Um, I was a, 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 an assistant principal, deputy principal, working across multiple schools. And then I decided a couple of years ago, just as everything really kicked off in the world with the uh, the great unpleasantness, as they call it, um, I decided to change career and I, and, I, and I retrained as a cognitive behavioral hypnotherapist. So an evidence-based therapy, um, obviously based around cognitive behavioral therapy, um, but using hypnosis as a tool to um to to really deepen that experience and, and and be able to explore in a more practical way sometimes um so i um I, I i started off a couple of years ago sort of doing a bit of everything and very gradually you know they all say you've got to um specialize more you know i i now deal much more with sleep um and stress and their relationship and the relationship between that and performance and and self-development so i've i've kind of gone on a on a huge self-development journey myself over the last couple of years um and and now i teach people to to change their habits to again part of cognitive behavioral therapy but to change their habits uh, and, and to live a much more fulfilled life and a much healthier i hope life um which is very much what i've done well that's fantastic i mean i i first i was going through the website uh yesterday and i was actually you've only yeah like you said you've got the stress sleep high performance and self-development but even still just those four areas covers every single aspect of your life i mean stress you got the stress anxiety panic attacks anything that's you know well ultimately that is high performance related and everything and then but sleep i mean sleep covers so many different areas and oh my goodness you, you just don't know whether from just starting with the bedroom alone that's you know that's the very first step and you know just different things quietening people's minds and everything from the high performance which is work school sport i mean that's that covers everyone to start with but I mean, so I love the way you're, I love the way on your website on your self development. You had self care habits and routines. You know, most people think self development is just a little bit woo woo, introspective, a bit of meditation <laughs> and everything. But I, I, I just love the fact that it's self care and your habits and absolutely yeah. everything. And, and you know, it covers everything. It's fantastic. It, it, it's 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 really interesting the way that it came about. I, I'm. I'm a learner at heart, and I think that's why I ended up being a teacher. I, lo I love studying. I love I love learning and, and finding out about new things. And you know, when I when I started on my journey of going from be being a teacher into being a therapist and a coach, um, I very much didn't really do a lot of the stuff I do now. I didn't really know what 
what self-care was if i'm being honest you know my idea of self-care would be to to not work you know if, uh, on, on one of days at the weekend you know despite the fact that i'd work 12 14 hours every other day and all the rest of it so i so said I'm, I'm a real learner I'm, and i started off learning about stress effectively you know that's what cognitive behavioral therapy stress anxiety sorts of panic attacks that kind of thing and and the more i looked the more I looked into it beyond the training that I did with other training courses and reading and doing my masters and all the rest of it, the more I realized that actually stress is is not a, you know it's not a, it's definitely not a solitary thing. The link between stress and sleep is really quite acute and really, really interesting. Um, and when you get those two things sorted out, your habits and routines, etc kind of come naturally with that because when we talk about sleep habits and routines are absolutely key to everything and if you get your habits and routines right around sleep you find yourself falling into this sort of self-development routine which which becomes much easier you know I, I do a lot of work with people who are very very busy and in high 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 pressure situations jobs etc and one of the first things that most people say to me is i can't i don't have time to do a routine i don't have time to sort out self-care i don't have time and and it's great having been in that position because actually that's what i would have said to you three or four years ago i would have absolutely have said to that i don't have time to get up early i don't have to blah, blah, blah. but what you realize as you do this is that actually you can't you can you can't afford not to do it, it it's such a fundamental part of what we do and how we how, how we are so when i when I was doing my self-development, which I, kind of, I guess it kind of came first, I started changing my, my myself and what I do and, and how I do it simply to become healthier. When I, when, I, when I changed my career, it was because I didn't want to be an old man when I became an old man. I, I, I could see the way that my health was going, both physical and mental health, having been for 20 years. And I thought, oh, you know, in 10 years' time, is anything going to change? And if nothing changes in those 10 years' time, what am I going to be like? Am I, am I going to be a healthy 25 year old 35 year old just checking am i going to be a healthy man you know when i'm when am I, in that situation and if i'm not then what am i doing i've got i've got to rearrange that i've got two young children um and i wanted to very much be around for them and be present for them and be active with them and i, I simply wasn't in that situation when i when i did that yeah so i started to really look after myself and that changed with my very first things that i did was i started to think about okay the times that i can actually fit something in with no one being around without building my business without you know having family commitments without commitments to other people and all the rest of it the only real time i've got is first thing in the morning six six o'clock seven o'clock something like that my kids are normally about quarter past seven so it's like okay so that's what I've got. I can't magic any other time out in the air. You know, I'm looking after them in the evenings and all this. Stuff. I want to spend time with them. That's one of the reasons I changed my job. So I just decided that the six o'clock to seven o'clock hour would be my hour, would be the buzz hour. When I would do stuff that I wanted to do that would make me fit and healthy and, and, and all the rest of it. And I simply started off experimenting. Okay, what do I do in that hour? How can I become more healthy? Do I, you know, um, do I run or do I read? Or what do I do? I did a load of reading, a load of sort of experimentation, and, 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 and I worked out a, a nice routine, which is pretty solid now, Monday to Friday. I don't do as much on weekends because I don't have as much time because I've got children. 
but I, I have the, the Monday to Friday where I'm up at 6 a.m. I get um, five minutes, 10 minutes outside in the in the air, getting light into my system, which comes back to the sleep thing. I drink at least water. I, I do yoga. I do um, a light yoga, sort of stretchy yoga, as opposed to whoa, yoga. Um, yep. And then I do meditation and breath work and self-hypnosis. And that's my, my hour that sets my day up. And it works in so many beautiful ways. And I love it. And I wouldn't be without it. And a couple of the days a week as well, I'll go for a walk and that sort of thing. Because I've got very lucky mm-hmm. to have some beautiful countryside. But you, 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 when, you, when you start to commit and diarize, and, I, and I'm the sort of person that has to diarise these things, otherwise it just won't work. I diarise going to the gym, otherwise it just won't do it. I won't find time to do it. I'll just try and fit it in, and half the time it won't happen because I'm always busy doing things. So with my six to seven hour, my six to seven hour, I diarise it. My gym work, I diarise. My self-care routines, I diarise. Literally, even if, even if it's only a 10-minute exercise where I'm doing some breath work or whatever, but I put it in my diary so it's a commitment. So when you start to get into that, zone of making these commitments and and intentionally thinking about what it is that you need to do to make yourself fit and healthy and happy and it's different for different people you know my routine isn't going to work for everybody and and, in the same way it won't work but when you do that and when you experiment with it and play which is what i've done for the last two years and i i just love it i love it i've tried all sorts of different things but when you find that combination that works for you your health just takes on a different level and I and I'm I'm in a totally different situation to where I was 18 months ago I've lost uh two years ago so I've lost uh, 10 kilos um and well, I lived, well yeah I, yeah pretty good um that's that's all, that yeah, that's awesome. all that stuff that's all that middle-aged bread stuff that's come out um um and I did that but I actually did I actually lost that initially without going to the gym for example so it's, so it's you, you don't need to you know half kill yourself in the gym trying to work out five days a week or whatever it may be or two hours a day that's whatever. exactly right you just need to get the habits and routines in that enable that transition to take place and what i found was very much when i was doing my in the beginning of my self-development journey that just changing my habits and routines changing for example when i ate um, um made a huge difference to that you know um i i I didn't never could do it first. I'd never tried it before. So I I I I, I did a lot of reading and I read, listened to a lot of podcasts and all the rest of it and did some some proper research on some things like time uh, uh, TRE, so time restricted eating. So eating in a smaller um, window. So my yeah, window. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So you know, some people know it's fasting. There's all sorts of different sort of. Yeah, intermittent fasting, sixteen and eight. Absolutely. You got twelve, twelve. Yes. Absolutely, but just that whole fact of stopping eating at six o'clock. Um, I did I did that five days a week, and I experimented with that. It used to be a bit later, and and not eating breakfast. This is all it really is. I I don't eat till till midday, but just doing that made a huge difference to to to, to my weight and to, to 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 how I was when I combined that with the other ex- getting exercise and stuff like that. You know, walking and stuff like that. I was never a big gym fan. Never a big gym fan. Um, although I, I've, I've sort of forced myself to do it now because I like the strength element of it. But um, just just changing those habits and routines, and that's what I teach people is changing habits and routines. Like, you know, I'm I'm not a nutritionist or anything like that. I'm certainly not PT. But but, you, but when you get into the right habits for you that works it with your lifestyle, which is a really important thing as well. It's not just chucking something in and going oh let's see if that works it's actually working out what the person's lifestyle is what the stresses are what the strains are 
So working with exactly. that and working through those other things, you, you have huge impact. And I and I know it from personal experience. I had a huge impact on my health. I'm, I'm, I'm in a much better place than that was. And then that impacts on things like sleep as well. And then when you work with stress, that impacts on that. So self-development, although it was never a primary purpose of mine, if I'm being perfectly honest, when I set out with this, it was always stress and sleep. Self-development, then actually the thing I worked out came first for me, and it was then working in all, all the other elements of sleep and, and, and stress. Well, so, that's, yeah, teaching. That's fantastic. Is, is, a lot of what I do. Oh, that's fantastic. It's uh, basically you're my spirit animal because, yep, I try and do the intermittent <laughs> fasting. I try and do the, I, seriously, I do the 16 and 8. I try not to eat until about 11 a.m. or 12. I try and stop eating about 5 or 6 p.m. Um, I wake up at 5.30 in the morning from 6 until about 6.45. I do qigong a you know vitality yeah. movement method so basically i've just got nothing but movement and stretching and just get it giving my body the the best possible chance for a good start of the day um i used to be an absolute gym junkie and i just got to the point where finding an hour two hours every single day was just too much and i just didn't want to and i even stopped for about three years and um my claim to fame was every time we moved house, I could always just pick up the washing machine, throw it over my shoulder and just carry it up the stairs. And uh, when COVID hit, I we moved house right at the beginning of COVID and uh, there's the washing machine and I could not lift it. I'd just gotten <laughs> slack and my wife was looking at me expecting the magic to happen. I'm just like going, eh. <laughs> and I, so I got full on back into the gym and stuff and then I found out that I was just tired of being sore all the time. I was tired. I, I just, I felt old. I, I felt like I wasn't recovering. And so I, I, I went back to my fundamentals. And now I've got my, because I did Qigong full on for like six to nine months. And I found out my shoulders disappeared. And, and I, you know, my legs got smaller, my arms got smaller. And it was just like, because Qigong is more stretching and longer muscles and more mental. And, you know, so it's just a moving meditation. So one thing I actually found was I found the equilibrium. I've got, I, I went back to the drawing board and, I, and I've, I've got my uh, muscle workout, which I only have to do once a week and it maintains my muscle mass and that means i can still dedicate you know time yeah. to the qigong and stuff so i there's 30 minutes of qigong which is just pure stretching and then there's 15 to 20 minutes which is just pure mind work which you know just trying to expand your horizons and everything so it's really really amazing when you find what works for you your vitality increases you're excited about it you want to do it and, and and that's and I think it's the key, isn't it? Is there's not one size fits all for everybody. You're gonna you're gonna need different things. Recovery is really important if you're doing gym work. And um, I do, so I do gym work three times a week now. I do three hours. That's it. Um, top, um, I split up in various groups. Um, but that's it. But I allow plenty of recovery, and I also listen to to my body. So if I'm due to go in on a Monday and I'm clearly not in the right state for whatever reason, whether it's you know um, whatever it may be, having session on the friday or just a long weekend whatever it may be then i won't do it i'll, de I'll, I'll delay it and i'll go on the tuesday or whatever so i'm flexible with it and actually that is a key to these routines is, is is flexibility because if you set yourself 
um, um, a routine which 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 you have to do and and that's it and it's not negotiable and blah 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 and then you start to miss one or two things we're much more inclined when we miss it a few times to go oh that's done it's a bit like the dieting and all the rest of that. oh that's done I'll just you know scoff the next whatever five cakes whatever it may be um, but when you when you make them flexible and you practice what's called self compassion really important really important concept then actually it becomes much easier and becomes much easier to maintain over the long long period of time and likewise you know when you're you, you go through life and life is not linear life life does not just always obey your instructions and you can't do things in that sort of rigid rigid way all the time so again by having flexible routines and routines that work for you and, and you can and being intentional with it you can go over those humps when actually maybe it isn't right to go and do this for a couple of weeks because something's come up or you you know whatever it may be but that's fine because in two weeks time you can get back on it that's fine it's flexible exactly. but so I understand that and I'm practicing self-compassion but I'm really glad you do it I'm really it sounds it sounds awesome um what you what um uh, what you do and it clearly works for you so that that's what it is and again with my clients especially when people are time poor time poor and again oh, I can't do this we do a lot I do a lot of experimentation with stuff you know it's not like um uh, it's not necessarily an exact science you get do this do this do this and then you sort all your issues no that's right not but, but it just we, comes we, back to what can you do fun with it because actually that's what it is um, it, should, it, should, it should be. It should be fun. That's why you're going you're to maintain it over the long term. Mm, that's it. I mean, the only the only diet and exercise program is the one that actually you can keep doing. Yeah, absolutely. Because they're all going to work. They're all going to work. And I think you need to shift as well from from that from the mindset. I, I, I really don't like the word diet. I really hate the word diet. In fact, because simply it implies something that's a sort of a special thing that you have to do, rather than a thing that you just you just do so when i look yep. at for example my habits and routines you could say you know you could say my tre is is, is about you know is a particular diet a particular way of eating i just see it as that's what i do my mindset is it's not a special thing it's just the way i, I operate you know like whether yep. i drink or don't drink milk or whether i drink alcohol or don't drink alcohol it's just the way i live my life and so it's not a special thing i do it's just what i do and therefore that becomes sustainable rather than i've got a you know, it's worth 1500 calories a day and that's it, or whatever it may be, or I've got a XYZ. It's, it's, it's about getting out of that mindset of, of a special state as, and seeing it as just something the way you do, just the way you live your life. And that's, and that's what it is. That's fantastic. It's just a whole lifestyle change. And yeah, because, well, it's like work. You know, if you find something, if you find something you love doing, you never work a day in your life and it's exactly the same because if you just eat because one thing i find i mean i actually every sunday i let myself go because we out out here we have buffets it, they're just it's an all you can eat best so every single day there's bacon eggs hash browns we've got sausages we've got bacon and egg scrolls we've got um croissants we've got danishes we, you name it we have got unlimited supply of food and everything and you know i just choose not to and uh, <laughs> but every every sunday every sunday i allow myself bacon and eggs and i allow myself hash browns and stuff and uh, one Good. thing i find is if i do it on sunday i want to do it on monday or tuesday but it's just like well it's not sunday so uh, you know we we eat the way you know yeah. that's best for you've, us you've you've got to enjoy what you do and enjoy your life and it's like with alcohol and stuff like that so you know alcohol is clearly not good to sleep it's not a variety of things but 
you know, um, and just because I teach people to sleep doesn't mean I don't drink alcohol because I, I do, I really, and, and I like it, but I limit, I, all I do is I just limit myself to a couple of times a week. That, that, that's how I deal with it, a maximum. Maybe it's once, maybe it's twice. But I don't deny myself that because that just wouldn't work for me. It doesn't work for my lifestyle. But I'm very, I, but I'm intentional with it. So I, I'm, I'm conscious of what I'm imbibing. I'm conscious when I'm doing it, and I'm, and then I, and, and I, and I account for that. So I've still got that that enjoyment, but it doesn't impact me, you know, neg uh, negatively in terms of in terms of me. It's become it's a joy. It's a source of things that I, I like. Uh, with all things, you know, like with the, with um the the, the six o'clock start on 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 weekends, I. I I may do it in truth, but I may not. And actually, I'm good with that because my kids come first, and my my family comes first. That's exactly right. Family time is everything, really. And yeah, and they unfortunately they do tend to get up early on a Saturday. We've got clubs going on and all sorts of things, and and and, and so actually, you know, although I could do that, is it necessary? No, I've I've done my Monday to Friday. I've got my basics in. I'm in a really good place. I'll do. I will do a, a meditation on the weekend, and I will do um, um, some yoga or some stretching or something like that. So I keep that going and, and lots of walking as well. But uh, but it's it's but but that but that's not it's not the have to. It's not the it's not the uh, if this doesn't happen, then it's the end of the world kind of thing. So that flexibility is brilliant. And uh, and yeah, and I, like I say, I'm in a really good place. I'm happy for effort since I start doing this um this this i've had a real change in my life if i'm being honest over the last couple of years um and i'm much much better for it oh that's fantastic and i love the way because you're coming at it from a, an area of self-compassion instead of i have to it's i get to and i think that is a massive you know shift in anybody's life is the simple fact is if you get to do something you're excited you know you look forward to it and everything like that but the mm -hmm. cool thing is i mean the weekends with children it's supposed to be chaotic it's supposed to be all over the place it's supposed to be like that you know yeah. but the cool thing is just depending on the age of the children just keeping up with them and in itself is a physical exercise yeah they are very energetic and all the more reason for me to be doing my routines and all the rest of it to make sure i've got the matching energy you know um that they are i mean they were a real one of the real drivers about behind it you know there's nothing like having young kids to make you feel a bit older and realize maybe your limitations in some way and yeah and I, like i said when you're not in it comes down to choices doesn't it what do you want to be how do you want to to do it yes i can um, I can go out, I can go and drink five nights a week or whatever, or not go to the gym or whatever, because I'm too, 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 this, too busy, whatever it may be. Or I can choose to work, to be conscious of that and work that in my day. And that's all it was really. It wasn't that I was consciously choosing to be unhealthy, just that I wasn't consciously choosing to be healthy. And, that's and making exactly right. And I think that's everyone's struggle. Making the choices that support that. Yeah. And, and again, again, it doesn't have to be, you don't, it's not that you have to go and do massive things. It's the small things, the one percenters, if you like, the ones where you make a small improvement here, 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 and it all adds up, and it makes you feel a, a totally different about yourself and totally different about the weight. You know, you know, when you're when you're sleeping better, you've got you've got better, better control over your stress. When you're doing stuff about your stress, you're sleeping better. Your general health is better. You eat better. Um, you you have, have 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 better habits. So um, so yeah so. So when I retrained, it was, you know, it was, it was, 
I didn't really expect all this in honestly I knew what it was about you know my work in schools and stuff I was very much aware of what therapies were because the pastoral side of, of what I did um but I didn't realize it was such a profound impact on the way I I, I, I lived my life and viewed myself, you know, I kind of thought, oh, I'm changing jobs and I'll be able to take control, more control of my time and, you know, do what I want to do, et cetera. But the fundamental of me as a person, health and all those sorts of things, um, I didn't think it would impact me in that way. So, um, so, the, so I got my, my money's worth, not just with the qualification and the study and all the rest of it, but, but with me as a person, you know. That's fantastic in the way. Because, strangely enough, as we speak, my wife is actually uh, in Noosa in uh, Brisbane at home. She's in her second week of her three-week course with Alistair Horscroft with uh, NLP and uh, hypnotherapy. So she'll be, she's getting her certification and everything. So she's, so we're currently looking at everything NLP and hypnotherapy at the moment, just the changes that it can make. And so she was talking to me on the phone this morning and she uh, welded my hand to the table and I was just like, yeah, great. Thanks for that. And so she was quite pleased and chuffed with herself. Um, but yeah, it's just a the mind is just an amazing thing. You know, we've, we've been learning more and more about it over the last few years. Yeah, it is. And hypnosis is very interesting because it's really misunderstood. It's really misunderstood. Um, in the, you know, everyone thinks it's getting up on the stage and, you know, being made to dance like a chicken or whatever it may be. And actually hypnosis is just a, a, an extension of our natural state. It's just a, a hyper-focused state of attention. So that's all it really is. And when we're in that, uh, but when we when we have that, that's a suggestibility, um, it, it can open up some remarkable things for us. And like you say, it's, 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 it's not, it's quite amusing when we got the, the 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 magnetic finger convincer or the hand step convincer etc they're really remarkable things and i remember i i do remember when i did when i did my training i was i was sort of a, i wasn't wasn't cynical but i was i certainly question everything i question everything i'm, I'm curious about yeah. everything and 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 i think that's a really healthy position and i remember doing my first um couple of hypnotic exercises and just what on earth this is and then and then when you are in class and when someone's doing it with you and you experience it wow there's a change there there's like a okay so that that does work and that feeling and you know hypnosis is 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 a tool it's it's a way to help people it's not it's not the therapy itself it's a tool so the training that i had is is is, 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 is applying cognitive behavioral principles within hypnosis etc um, and also, but also covers things like, you know, uh, suggestibility when you do exercises that aren't necessarily hypnotic, um, but involve you focusing your attention, maybe on breathing or on concepts or whatever. Again, when you experience things like that, you understand the power of the mind and the power of suggestion, the power of self-talk, what we tell ourselves becoming our, our reality rather than what reality is whatever you know reality in in, in those um so i think you know hypnosis is is in hypnotherapy it's 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 an interesting really interesting area that we're still understanding even though there's a lot of it's been around for a long long time we're still yeah. understanding how it really impacts how it really works and and the sort of the um, the benefit of hetero versus self-hypnosis for example you know hypnosis with a done by me or self-hypnosis you know when's the best time to teach that how how that can impact 
on you personally and how that becomes a manageable part of your daily routine. I do a self-hypnosis routine every single morning. It only takes three minutes, um, and I vary that according to what I've got in the week, week in the day. Um, but hypnosis is a, is a it's really fascinating, um, um, and it wasn't exactly it wasn't at all what I thought it would be when I trained. Well, that's amazing. So when you went into it, you thought it'd be something completely different. Yeah, in truth, I didn't. I wasn't quite sure why. I, don't, I can't remember thinking it would be this or that. I just, I was just very healthily cynical about it. I, you know, before I signed up for the course, I did a load of research, as I do with these things. I always do a load of research, um, and and read up on, on on what it was. And there's a lot of conflicting stuff out there. You know, this is the whole state versus non-state argument. You know, state are you under the effectively under the control of, of somebody else the, the, the hypnotist um or is it or, or is that actually something where you, where you are in control which is which is clearly where the evidence is but there's a lot of misinformation out there you know it's yeah. it's hypnosis is something where the individual is in control you know i can talk to people <laughs> when they're in hypnosis it's not like they're under and all of a sudden you know they, they, they're doing everything you say or the person's doing everything you say it's just a way of utilizing the, the imagination is what we do in cognitive behavior, you know, really utilizing the imagination to look at um, various scenarios and seems to explore possibilities. Um, but this idea of, yeah, you, you're under someone else's control is just, it's just nonsense. It's, 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 it's a way that you, that you, that you allow someone to not allow, but the way you enable someone to, to really explore in a much deeper and in, in a deeper level, Think the, the the issues that are are, are concerning them, um, but obviously doing it in a very specific trained way. If that makes sense, not just going. No, oh. no, exactly right. Um, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. I, I just love because in Qigong um, we have uh, you know because they they know about the altered states of consciousness. They they know about you know our conscious mind. They actually call it the monkey mind because it's just jabber 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 jabber, and uh, so they know that to calm a monkey. You have to give it a banana so you have to give it a distraction so if you can calm the monkey by giving it breathing to concentrate on so i want you to just breathe in for four and breathe out for four you know and just get that happening and just get that rhythm happening and all of a sudden the monkey is now calm and so you can actually access your spirit mind you know so you can actually access the subconscious and so it's just like well you know why what is that well you know what what do I really, really need to go through? So you find it with a lot of people, they come in and it's just like, oh, this is wrong, that's wrong, this is happening, this is okay. And I actually tell them, just take a deep breath. Now I want you to put all that emotion on the floor, take one step back, and now tell me what is the actual problem? What, what can we do right now to fix this? And all of a sudden they just go, oh, well, if this happens, everything else will get fixed up okay well let's do that and and i actually do that in the workplace and you know people yeah. just goes oh well that was easy it comes back to that inter again intentional time to switch off and 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 to do nothing and but when i say do nothing i don't mean to go on your phone or to watch netflix or whatever it may be it's literally to allow your body and your brain to relax and rest and 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 not be stimulated so you know um, doing breathing, I, I sort of talk about this a lot. Where you just sit down and do a very simple breathing exercise for two to five minutes at your desk if you really need to. I prefer to do it outside, but you just you know close it down, put your lid, you know, your laptop lid down or whatever it is, close your eyes, and allow your brain to have the space 
to start to process, to, to start to, to, to have the rest. Um, to get outside so important just to go i mean i'm very lucky here you know i, I do it uh, at the moment i've been since covid been working a lot from home and stuff and doing lots of um and zooms and stuff so i've got my garden just out there and i can just go out there every every hour or so and just have five minutes and sit with myself but i'm not on my phone i'm not stimulating myself i'm not trying to watch stuff i'm just allowing nature to take its course um i've also got lovely walks and all the rest of it so i take extended ones but taking those those regular breaks are really important. Um, as is doing things like taking holidays and stuff like that, actually taking your entire when we have this this culture, don't we, um, in the Western world where you have to just work, 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 work. And if you're not you're not hustling and grinding and working all the time, you're not performing. Exactly. Uh, but we know the research says that's absolute nonsense. We know that there was there's um, you know, you take um, you take your holidays and you have better stress, sorry, better stress, less stress, better mood, you have better performance. Um, and there was a thing that was I think it was um, Harvard, it was an Harvard Business Review a few weeks back, when they talked about a study they did that um, that showed that you were much more likely to, to get the promotion. Those that took took their holiday in time, and believe it or not, I think it was over over ten or twelve days or something, they took more, they had a sort of thirty-four percent chance better chance of being promoted and, and, and earning more money. So it's like why you don't take this time off and these breaks to allow yourself to rest and recuperate. It doesn't make any sense not to do that. And but I but again, I was in that position, you know, as a, as oh, a you know, no, I've been a chef for thirty years. Oh yeah, yeah, captain. I used to be like that all the time. Yeah. 100%. I was just talking about it with my boss today actually, is the simple fact is You've got so so. I've just come to a new camp. It was a bit of a mess. I'm the new head chef, so now I'm in charge of a kitchen of about twenty people, and this got to be done. That's got to be done. Everyone's coming the second you walk in the door. Can I do this? What do you do? When are you going to organise this? When are you going to get this happening? And <laughs> you, if you don't take that second to uh, just give yourself that little bit of space, like I've actually said to someone, saying, "Okay, you don't see me with a coffee. I've just walked in the door." I will have a coffee first, so you need to turn around, walk away. When I've got my coffee, you can come back. And just the simple fact is you get yourself space, which yeah. means your brain quietens and down enough sometimes for that answer to actually just filter up. Because if your brain's filled with everything, that answer's going to stay down here. You're not going to get access to it. And then all of a sudden, you just take five minutes, you go you breathe outside, you go sit in the garden or whatever, and then all of a sudden, I could just swap Cheryl onto the other shift. You know, all of a sudden, the answer will just come to you because you've allowed yourself that space. Yeah. And sometimes, yeah. you know, like you're saying, people just work too hard. They don't take the holiday. They don't take five minutes off. You know, they work eight hours straight, eat at the desk, don't stop. And they're just not allowing themselves just that space. It's like meditation is the same thing. You're giving your brain that space. Whereas, exactly. you know, between, you know, thought and reaction, it's just like thought, okay, now I can choose how to react, you know. And, yeah. you know, it's it's amazing, just that act of rest, I guess. It's, it's, when, when, it remind, that reminds me of when I, when I first started that, I came across um, some, I've, I've actually got on my website a recording called Leaves on the Stream, which is basically just a, an exercise that you can do, which allows you to accept thoughts that come in, but choose not to pay attention to them. So, you know, you can have stressful, we, we have this um, this thing where, you know, we, we, we assign thoughts importance 
creating the stress and we can choose to have the thought you know we don't want to try and stop having thoughts it's just not going to happen it's impossible what we can do is when the thoughts come in that stress us or are difficult or whatever cause procrastination whatever it may be we can accept the thought but we just don't have to pay attention there's a lovely exercise called leaves on the stream which i remember doing whereby you just imagine yourself um uh, imagine a, a stream whether you've been there or or on the imagination and you go through a series of exercises just to calm yourself down and you have this idea of leaves coming down and you're putting a thought that's stressful to you on the leaf and just watch it go by now it sounds really that's really amazing. simple and honestly it is really, really simple and i i was very much a cynic when i first came i was like yeah what are you talking about in truth but it's amazing it's actually one of the things i do with a lot of my clients now um when we just when as, as an exercise in the fact that 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 you just because you they say just because you have a stressful it doesn't you don't have to pay attention you don't have yeah. to believe it um, um um our thoughts are not accurate representations of everything you know um your limiting beliefs whatever that, so it's so it's, a, it's a really nice exercise and again um um just to just to just to diffuse those thoughts just to to to, to, to let things go you know when you're when you're working I like, I like that bit you said about you know taking that time just to just to have that that moment, that pause. Very often, when I've got a big piece of work that I'm a bit nervous about, and I had this, I'm doing um, I'm doing a master's degree in psychology, mental health, and well-being, and I had a I had a statistics paper to do, and I've never done statistics before. Not well, not that I remember, and so not since I was you know at school, 15, 16 years old, I've never done it before. I was like bloody hell, I'm going to be doing master's level statistics? How do I do that? And it was actually honestly really quite terrifying. In truth, I never, I wasn't sure how I was going to do. Um, so I so I, I employed the techniques that I employ with my clients with me. I said before I would sit down um, with the piece of work on the days, I would do a five minute exercise of just calming my mind, allowing it all to come through, and then you start the work, blah blah blah, and just break it down. And I found doing that genuinely really really helped me with actually doing this what a piece of work that I was genuinely wouldn't say scared of, but I was definitely very 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 nervous about. Um, yeah. And so lots of techniques that we can use. Um, really simple stuff, and that's the thing about that work, work and mental health. Well. I try to keep things pretty simple because you can go into all sorts of complicated things, but I, it, it, but that's not necessary most of the time. When you just do the basics well, you get your routines right, you get your breathing right, you think about your breaks, your hydration, what you eat, your sleep, really, really key. When you get all those things um, right, and they're, and they're small habits. Fantastic, bingo, off you go, you know. Um, but those little bits of breaks, you know, when we, we don't allow ourselves or our brain a chance just to come out of that sympathetic, out of that fight or flight, out of that continually doing stuff, if we don't allow that, it just becomes much more much more difficult for us to deal with and, and it directly impacts our, on our performance and it impacts on our mood and it impacts on our relationships with our with, with people not just work colleagues but the people that we love and, and and so so you know the more the interesting thing is the more i learn about all this stuff and i still consider myself very much in the learning mode there's you know there's a hell of a lot but there's so much to know there's so much to know and so much i love know. the fact that really i'm the only thing i know for a fact is that i just don't know yeah you know, and, was, I, and it doesn't matter what i've learned i just love the fact that you know what i just don't know enough i think it was was it bell and ted said I, I know that i know nothing or was that socrates just joking um <laughs> i think it's uh, the same thing absolutely yeah and and the great and the, and, and that's the, you know the, the great thing is that we are still learning 
about all these things but sleep you know we still really know what sleep is for you 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 you'll ask you know a dozen experts and they'll all say slightly different things and all the rest of this there's so much stuff we don't understand with health and mental health and we're always learning and always uncovering and again that comes back to the point you made earlier about having that sense of fun and a sense of um um, inquisitiveness about stuff and, and and compassion and not taking things as 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 maybe uh, um, uh, you know as, as black and white as as you, as you might want them to be. It's such a a, a thing to explore, and I you know and I, as part of I think of why I love what I do because I'm constantly learning stuff, I'm constantly developing, and constantly applying those things to me. So it's not just theory; it's about the practicalities of doing stuff, about what That's makes exactly it real. Right what makes a real impact and it always comes back to these simple habits simple routines make for my clients the biggest impact in general yes you need to do deeper work with uh, with, 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 with with individuals and of course everyone's different but when you get the basics right which people just don't do get your sleep right your diet right your exercise right that sort of stuff um that 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 moves the dial that really moves the dial and it makes you sometimes it makes you look like a bit of a genius because you go oh do yeah, this and it's it's, it's just, just not- amazing. Like if you could, like, oh, there, there was a woman. There was a woman at work a, a couple of months back, and you know, she was she came at me, and you know, her boyfriend had left, her mum had died, um, she the the mortgage was foreclosing on the house and everything like that. She was you know just freaking out left, right, and centre, and it was just like, okay, so. You know what's the number pro- one problem right now? Well, all this stuff's happening, and you know, and I'm just not sleeping and everything like that. And it's like, okay, can't do anything about mum. We can't do anything about the husband. We can't do anything about the mortgage. Your 100% focus right now is to get through this two weeks at work to make money for the mortgage. The only way you're going to get through this two weeks is if we can make you function better. The only way to make you function better is if we can get you to sleep through the night rather than wake up, your monkey brain's just giving you a hard time. And it was as simple as I told her the minute she finished work at 6.30 at night, her only job is to have dinner straight away. Then she's to go have a ultra-long hot shower, you know, and turn off all the lights except for the light above the pillow. And when... She goes, she's to sit in the chair, not in her bed, sit in the chair with her phone, get one of those paint by numbers where you just tap, tap, because your brain's going to be busy anyway, but this way you can control the busyness. And so you have to find the number ones, you have to find the number twos, you have to find the number threes, and then... She came the next day and she slept for six hours straight before her monkey mind jumped in again. Mm, yeah. You know, but just like you're saying, establishing a simple routine, your only yeah. job is to bring yourself into a state where you can go to bed. And, and, and with sleep, it's really important because your, bo- your body, you know, works on the circadian rhythm. There's 20, roughly 24 hours, 20 hours, about nine minutes, they believe now, something like that, where your, your, your body wants regularity it wants to know when you're going to eat it wants to know when it needs to be releasing you know cortisol or melatonin or whatever it may be it, it, wants, exactly. it wants that it wants that light cycle the light and well, light and dark cycle it wants to have all that in a consistent manner and when you sort the consistency out and that's actually one of the biggest things i've done 
for myself with sort my sleep out because I was always um, growing growing up not the greatest sleeper and in my sort of early 20s and all, and all the rest of it early 30s probably partying too much in truth um, and not getting any kind of regularity and as I as I moved into what I'm doing now and I set my routine so I go to bed at the same time pretty much every night now certainly during the week I do that on the weekends get slightly different I give myself a slightly thing but but I get get up at the same time, so I get up at the same time. And now I don't use an alarm clock. I haven't used an alarm clock now for a year or so um, because I've got myself into a routine and my body knows to wake up at about 5.45 to 6, regular as clockwork. I don't have to think about it. Yep. Even if I get a bit later, I'm still up at 6. Exactly. Um, I, account for, I account for all that. Um, so when you're getting that consistency of, of going to bed at the same time, whatever that may be, and getting up at the same time has a huge impact on your on, on on your on your on your um on, on the quality of your on your sleep um when you're getting that light in the morning you know it's really important one of the biggest influences is, is, is light if not the biggest influence is light on, on our exactly. sleep getting lots of light in the morning and that's why i go out first thing five ten minutes and get some gets even if it's a bit grayer like it is today unfortunately um get out there get that light in and when 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 it comes to the evening we dim dim the lights and all the rest of it and we get the screens and uh, uh um before bed you know before bedtime so we're giving our bodies that signal that it's okay now we're gonna relax we're gonna get into that sleep mode we're gonna encourage the production of things like melatonin within the dark and again that that light regulation enables you gives signals your body now it's time to sleep and you it's not that it's a cure-all for anything because obviously you know in some ways more complicated that's about behaviors and as well as your hygiene exactly um, but it gives again it's about maximizing the chances of getting good sleep that's what it's exactly what and that's the same for everybody it's yeah giving yourself it's, the best possible chance and i love the, i love the way you say about the circadian rhythms and going outside in the morning it's just like so we've you know if people can go outside before 10 a.m in the morning just that level of sunlight that actually goes into your eyes will determine your melatonin, vitamin K. It'll it also helps determine your digestion. Um, there's so many different processes that just come through light that filters through your eyes. What? And the other thing is, people don't realize that light that you get before 10 a.m. Will tell your body what the light level will be like after 12 p.m., which will actually help regulate all your skin so you won't get sunburned as much. And just it affects so much. And people just, yeah, they're just taught that the sun is the devil. I mean, especially here in Australia, you're gonna get you're gonna get skin <laughs> cancer, mate. You're gonna get skin cancer, you're gonna die, you know. So, and like children cannot leave kindergarten. To go outside unless they've got a hat sunscreen long shirts you know so the sun has really really been demonized i mean yeah i can say that over here because we have nothing but sun you know we've got <laughs> we've got winter at the, we've got winter at the moment it's 25 i know so we are 100 spoiled i think i think you guys really really screwed up when you you know send us convicts over here it's just like hang on so we get a, we get winning cricket teams we get perfect oh, weather and it's, i know yeah, it's i know 
<laughs> so we're just like, no worries, fair cop, we've got this. But yeah, so many different things and just something, you know, my wife and I have done, you know, for so long we lived on a budget and we would turn the lights off at nighttime because we didn't want to pay the electricity bill, but we've never had a problem sleeping. Um, we always, our house is just lamps at nighttime and everything like that. I make sure my phone, and this is for everybody, this is please set your phones up to utilize the blue light filter when some, the when the sun goes down. That's a massive thing for all your electronic screens. And also, you know, you're talking about the same bedtime and having a standard bedtime all the time so your brain knows what time it goes to bed. But I just watched this, uh, this Buddhist monk a couple of days ago and he was saying how the bedroom, just when they become Buddhist monks, they get a tent and a yoga mat and that's your bedroom. So you're not comfortable. You don't spend the, the millions of dollars on that big comfy mattress because the whole idea is you're there to sleep and of course, it's the workbench. You know, we all know that. However, but those are the two things that the bedroom is for, and uh, don't do the work there. I mean, I mean, phones are really. We talk about are really, really interesting because you're right. You know, you got your night light. I wear blue blockers as well. I've got those um, um, from a, I think they're an Aussie company. I think they're called Bond. What they were called blue blocks. But I think they're called Bond Chance or Bond Change or something like that now. Um, but actually, again, with my clients, I find it easier for them to just set a time when that goes off. So when the TV goes off, when the uh, laptop goes off, when the phone goes off, because although you can wear blockers and stuff, again, it's about habits, isn't it? If yes. you say at seven thirty. My rule, Monday to Friday, whatever it is, is that my phone goes off and goes on do not disturb and I don't use it again for whatever reason. And everyone knows that, or if you know, if you had your emergency things, you know, whatever, or WhatsApp, yep. or whatever it may be. But if you have that as a, then actually it doesn't, then you don't have to worry about things like blue blockers. It's just that's part of the routine. Again, it's, it's that whole thing of, of, of getting yourself into, into a position whereby you're signaling your body to regularly in the same way to, to relax and get into that state. So if you just, I don't don't have them. Have a time. I said mine goes off at eight o'clock. So that's it. Eight o'clock. Phone. Do not disturb. Pop it away. Don't look at anything. Again with the laptop and stuff. Um, that sort of thing. You can you, know, you can have night mode on your laptop and that sort of stuff. Those other things. But I just get rid of them so I don't have that as part of. So I don't have to even think about it. Um, and I think that's really important where you get your ha your habits. Again, I, I mean I do like blue light blockers and all the rest of it, but I just think the more effective way is to set those rules now if you're if you're turning your laptop off or your, your phone off whatever at 7 30 then you're setting your 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 again your brain is just shoving everything to one side it's gone that's it that's my time but i don't have to think about it um rather than if you've got blue poppers and you're still stimulating and all this and still thinking probably the temptation when you got that is to be on your email or to be on this or that or the other you know linkedin or whatever it may be um where actually you can just take that temptation away and if you or, really need to, also, you know, you're in a particular busy time or whatever, and then you, and, and the occasion you need to break that, then that, you've got your flexibility because you've, you've intentionally done that. That's fine. That's your self-compassion coming in. Yeah, but absolutely. also, yeah, okay, so we'll, let's, let's take those blue blockers and utilising all that. You are using that as a way to stay in a toxic environment longer, which is a completely separate problem again. So, absolutely. you know, you're, you're talking 
like when we first started this conversation, you were saying how, you know, you, you're fixing these little basic things, which fixes all these deeper issues. So all of a sudden you find at 7.30, 8 o'clock at night, you're turning off your phone, you're turning off your laptop, you're putting the electronics aside. Oh my goodness, what could possibly be the side effect of showing your partner that they're important to you, important enough to give them your undivided attention from 7.30 till 10 p.m., what could possibly happen to a person's life then? So we're talking the flow-on effects from all these little tiny habits because that's one thing. I mean, yep, I do it when I'm when I go home. I'm home for six days and my phone, I have different settings for uh, do not disturb. So when I go home from six o'clock at night, my wife and I, that is our time. And <laughs> if we choose to use it, watching Netflix and catching up on, you know, that's the it. series of numbers or whatever, that's what we do. But yeah, when we go to bed, um, her routine is she goes to bed and she hits a pillow and she's asleep like 38 seconds. She's out. And like, I've I've been a workaholic my entire life, a chef working till midnight. Of course, I can't sleep. I've got to wind down, you know. And the arrogance, and and in actual <laughs> fact, go to bed, read until you get tired, and turn the light out. That's yeah. it. But don't read. Only read fiction. Just read. Just get out of your world. Get out of your day and that is your transition into sleep time and that's it you know that is the only things that happen in the bedroom at night time and then it's sleep time and then yeah we wake up naturally in the morning there's no alarm clocks like you know dawn is only just coming across the horizon you know there's no light coming in the room but there's no reason to wake up other than the fact is it's time yeah. Your body's going to tell you when to wake up, but when it when it when it, when it's had that, if you're getting your habits all right, you know you've got your chronotypes. You could be a you know a more inclined morning lark or a night owl, or somewhere in between. You could be inclined, you know, to go to bed earlier and get up earlier, or go to bed late and go 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 get up later, and that's fine. But you but you're allowing your your body to find that out. Um, you know, if you've got that regularity, the great thing is as well is that even if you are an, an, you know a, a night owl, even if your natural tendency is to want to go to bed late and get up late, you can train yourself to become more of a morning lark. It's not, you know, it's not uh, 100% perfect. Obviously, not. You prefer to go with your natural rhythm, but you know, the reality of life is that you most people are going to be up and going to work at whatever time in the morning. That doesn't, you know, necessarily fit in very well with a with a night owl chronotype. So. But giving your, your, yourself a chance to do that is really, really important by getting the regularity and stuff like that. And, and especially in Australia, making sure your room is dark, blackout blinds, that sort of thing. Because, again, you know, um, we, we want to make sure that you give yourself the best chance of going to sleep. And we know that melatonin, for example, is is, is activated by dark, lack of light. Um, um, and that's what's part of what helps you get to sleep. Um, in the first place, and you know, it's, it's mostly reduced in the first sort of sixty to eighty minutes or so of your sleep, and so you wanna you wanna make best use of that. And there was a you know interesting um, um, research done by Harvard on 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 things like blue light and blue light suppressing melatonin, um, and it's something like if I remember off the top of my head, it's something like for every 
um, after every hour that's on, it suppresses melatonin risk by 30 minutes. If you if you've got it, you know, got it on before you go to bed, everything that's all there, you you delay the melatonin. That makes it much, makes it much harder for you to go to sleep. Makes it much harder. Then it has the knock on effect um, with with your sleep stages and what, when when you're getting up, etc. So just doing those basic things is, is is really important. As things like coffee and all the rest of it, and not drinking in the afternoons and that sort of stuff. But I guess in Australia. We can, cover, oh, we can cover everything. Oh, yeah, yeah, there's so much. There's so much. Okay, again, well, that... well, Barry, I just had a look at the clock. We have talked for an hour on sleep. We haven't wow. even covered anything you do. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. good. This, okay, so everyone, while you're listening, just remember caffeine is a half-life of six hours, so that way you need to make sure you stop by about 3 p.m. in the afternoon at least. Oh, you know, there's... This is just yeah. about Barry, but okay. If you don't mind, we're going to get you to come back and we're going to do more of this because we can cover so many different things. We can talk about sleep for one hour. So we haven't even discussed what your client's biggest struggles are. How do you help them overcome <laughs> them? <laughs> we're on question two. <laughs> we're on question two. There you go. I must stop talking <laughs> so much. Um, this is fantastic. But that's the thing is that there is so much to cover. There's so much to know and to learn, and and it's and it's just. It, but it does come back. It always comes back to me every time I do this with clients. It just comes back, as I said right at the beginning, to the habits, the simple, repeatable, consistent habits that you can get into to maximize your chances so that when life is tough and things go a bit wonky which it does for everybody um you are in a better position to maintain the sleep or to be less stressed or to maintain your self-development and your and, and therefore your performance that's it's just amazing so just by fixing our sleep we have given ourselves a better chance of success for the day. We're going to perform better. We're going to have the ability to keep with our eating program or that, that we have chosen to pursue because when we're going to have better self-control. We're going to have better willpower. And as we all know, that the more tired you get, the less willpower. It's like the slimy oh, yeah, scale. Yeah, yeah. You, you want you, you know, the stuff when you haven't slept. That's oh, yeah. exactly right. So you're tired, then, man, you're going to eat that cake. You know, the, you're upset, you're going to eat that cake. You know, so the, the more you can keep yourself on an equilibrium, you know, you're going to have better chances of success in every single area of your life. The flow-on effect, we're stopping electronics earlier. We're actually going to be actually be able to spend time with our partner and actually show them as a priority in our lives. So that's going to develop and help our relationships with our partner, our children. You know, and we're not only that, I mean, especially for yourself, Barry, you got, so how old are your children? You said you have two. They are 11 and 7, so one just about so, to go up to secondary school and the other one... Okay, so 11 and 7. So number one, the 7-year-old still believes in Santa and magic and everything like that. The 11-year-old's the eleven year old's peeking behind the curtain. And, you know, <laughs> the cool thing is they still... You're still the strongest man in the world. You're still amazing, you know, and they see your example 
the the thing is, you know, we we can tell them whatever we want at, until we're blue in the face, but they they yeah. see what you're doing on a daily basis, and, you know. And, 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 and so and this is the thing. That role modeling is really, as I've learned again over the last eighteen months, modeling the behaviors to my kids that like them to adopt or at least consider adopting which is always difficult because they have totally different needs when they're younger and all the rest of them different developmental stage but you you do you when you model that it becomes easy and that was in fact that's what happened with with the water so i've always talked to my kids about drinking lots of water and how much we lose every night and all that sort of stuff and so i was blue in the face and they weren't weren't taken up at all and then we started a really simple thing at breakfast time where i would give them a, a glass which is about 300 mil of squash and I would drink my water with them. And as soon as I did that, I'm not joking, they just get through this stuff. They get through this stuff all throughout the year now. And and again, you know, be the change that you want to see in your kids is a really powerful thing. Um, and uh, and, I, and, I, and I'm very much an advocate of that. I'm very much an advocate of living the life that I am promoting. And so that's one of the other things is that I, all these things that I talk about, I do. I'm not just telling you this is the advice, you know, I do the whole one litre of water uh, um, when I get up and drinking three litres or more, depending on workouts and all the rest of it. I do the sleep. I do the the, the diet, the the the, um, the eating properly and all the rest of it in specific ways to maintain my lifestyle and all the rest of it. So I think that's it when it comes to my kids. And that's what, I, again, when I, when I left teaching, et cetera, one of the things I wanted to do was, was be more present and be a better role model for them doing that sort of stuff which is actually relatively simple it's not as hard as you think it is you know i don't they don't go to the gym with me but i tell them that i've gone to the gym and they can see in fact my, my body shape has totally changed in the last six months um for in a good way in a good way um, um so, and so they can see that and they are much more now inclined they will be much more inclined to adopt those healthy habits as well as you so again being that change for my kids I'm not perfect, far from it, and you know all the rest of it. But being that changes is 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 has been a big big help to them as well as to me. You know. No, oh, that's it's absolutely amazing, and it's so important that you know they see that growth, they see that change in you, and but also the fact that you can keep up with them, and they're just you know, yeah. or not like Terry's dad. Terry's dad has to you know he stops <laughs> and he you know, and they talk like that. They all know. You know, so I mean, that's the fantastic thing, and uh, a little bit, little bit jealous. All my kids are all grown up now, so you know, oh. I, I miss the young years. I, I miss being the strong man. You know, so it's uh, it's absolutely beautiful. All right, Barry, I think we might call it there. We might call that, and uh, thank you. Just one hundred percent, pretty much. We've covered sleep and just how it can change everything and and just give you a yeah. better chance of success in your day yeah it's it's okay. one of the fundamentals of our health and it is neglected and 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 and, and it's not talked about enough and certainly not talking about enough in schools and stuff like that all right so um, i am going to jump down to jump all the way down to the very last question what do you recommend for people to give them the best chance of success Oh, that's a really interesting one. I think um, self-compassion is really important, accepting in whatever it is that you do, accepting that, again, life is not linear. It's going to hold some, it's going to throw some curveballs at you. So self-compassion is really important. Educating yourself. And by educating yourself, I'm not just mean going and collecting a load of facts and figures and all the rest of it. I'm talking about 
finding out what works for you and why it works for you and utilizing that so uh, in a in a practical way um and the third one would be i guess it would be just be consistency be consistent as consistent as you can with 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 especially with your sleep but then whatever it is whether it's using meditation practices or breath work practices or whatever it is it is you're in or yoga or, or your food just being consistent with that and allowing your yourself and your body to to utilize it and and and, and make the best benefit of it and they're probably i guess three of the easiest things to do because they don't require massive investment in money that don't require you to you know uh, um, um, uh, be particularly rich or anything like that there are things that you can do within your lifestyle if you choose to intentionally do it barry thank you so much you're uh, literally a living legend and i'm <laughs> richer for meeting you today thank you thank so you. much for coming on and you Andy, and uh, can can we organize something in a couple of weeks and we'll cover we'll cover one more item <laughs> yeah yeah let's do it let's do it i mean yeah we'd be happy to come back and chat with you it's been, been lovely fantastic barry all right i'm going to press the button and it's going to kick us out into the cold have an amazing cool. day thank you everyone who tuned in today thanks for listening to today's relax and enjoy health podcast with barry bray if you'd like to know more about barry you can find him at presentfutureself.com on facebook and linkedin under barry bray and I've been your host, Andrew French, for Optimal Health, Wellbeing and Balance. If you want the bullet points from today's podcast or even for some free resources, check us out at relaxenjoyhealth.com.au. If you've enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media or even leave us a review and a rating. To catch all the latest from us, you can follow us on Facebook at Relax Enjoy Health. But for now, stay sane and have a great day.